Bailey. Yes. What would you do? I know you get so excited when it's interactive. It's not interactive. Why do you do this to me? Uh, okay. It's I, all it I can, want. It can be interactive. Thank Bailey. You. Yes. What would you do if one morning you woke up to a blaring emergency alert on your phone warning you of an imminent incoming missile? I would probably not. It wouldn't occur to me it was a missile and I'd snooze it and I'd go back to bed. That is so much more of a you answer than I ever could have tried to come yes, up with. Definitely. Uh, maybe stare in, I'm going to ignore what you said, maybe <laughs> stare in disbelief for a moment before frantically Googling to find out what exactly is going on. But because everyone else in the state is doing the exact same thing, systems are jammed and nothing loads. Would you maybe pace around your home trying to find the safest place to weather a foreign attack? Or maybe, and most likely, you'd surrender to the realization that there isn't a darn thing you can do and pray that phone lines aren't too overwhelmed so that you can call your loved ones and say goodbye. I would still be asleep. <laughs> oh my God. Let's roll the intro. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think I know where this is going. Oh, it's a disaster. I'm so intrigued. Uh, just wait, it gets worse. We are just the masters of disasters, aren't we? Calamity Janes. Um, so this is this disaster is a little bit different than our usual. It's a little bit more of a PR disaster. <laughs> Ooh, I like where your head's at. <laughs> Disasters in all forms. Uh, so does this sound familiar to you? It does. It does. But but wait, Madison. Well, who are you? Who are we? Oh God. I always forget. Literally always. I was like, I is this pre-show banter? Have we started yet? Just gonna cut you cut you off. Uh, please do. Thank you for doing that. Uh, mm -hmm. I'm Madison. That's Bailey. Okay, fine. Okay. <laughs> please do. Please introduce me. And we're Calamity Janes to anything but plain Janes who like to talk about disasters. Calamities. Calamities, if you will. <laughs> uh, so I'm sure you remember the Hawaii missile alert snafu. Sure do. Sure do. Yeah, but I'm willing to bet that those of us on the mainland and certainly some of our friends abroad don't have all of the ridiculous details. Certainly not. So you ready to get into it? Sure am. Okay, so let's set the scene. It's 2018. Black Panther was crushing it at the theaters. Megan oh. and Harry... <laughs> you're, you're good. You are really... This is an immersive experience, okay? I'm doing my best. Okay. Megan and Harry got hitched and we were begging children to put the Tide Pods down. Oh, <laughs> yes. Yeah, we were. Yeah. And our ongoing tiff with North Korea was reaching a boiling point. Again? I feel like it's... it's Okay. It's, I feel like it's constantly at a boiling point. It's never good. But no. in 2018, it was particularly bad. Wow, that went way over my head. I was living in <laughs> ignorant bliss. I figured that's... That you really need to have that piece of information to make yes. this disaster a bit more meaningful because we know that our relationship with North Korea is horrible, but we kind of right. forget that in 2018 it was particularly bad. Yes, that is critical context. Thank you yes. for pointing that out. Yes, they had been touting their intercontinental ballistic missiles by performing several tests throughout 2017, putting oh, Hawaii yeah. on high alert. Mm -hmm. That's right. I forgot about that. Being only 4,600 miles or 7,400 kilometers from North Korea, Hawaii would have only had about 12 to 15 minutes of warning before a disaster would literally strike. Sorry, 12 to 15 minutes? I would yeah. was not aware that either Hawaii was that close to North Korea or that missiles, missiles traveled that fast. <laughs> 
Yeah, a little bit of both. Close and fast. Close and fast. Yowza, 15 minutes fast. You can't even take a shower in that much time. I mean, no. how, what? you is can't that, do your end of the world prep in nearly enough time. Is you got that it. what you would do? You would want to take a shower first? Well, you want to I die mean, clean? You don't even live clean. I, you know what? I, some, there, I have goals <laughs> in life, and that might be one of them. Shower, maybe make a nice meal, a snack at the very least. Um, you know, just do the things that you love. And 15 minutes is not enough time to do any of that. Not it's, even a bird bath. That that's true. Well, okay. I don't know what kind of shower. You know what? It's fine. It's okay. It's not, there's been too many um, social conversations about showering and bathing and lack of bathing oh and people judging other. We're not getting I'm into that so today. Over it. We're not getting into that today. I'm so over that. Okay. So Hawaii started beefing up their warning systems. They created new procedures, refreshed plans and systems, and started running drills. Lots and lots of drills. <laughs> What does a drill entail? Um, that's a really good question. I think there are different levels of drills. There's okay. like, and I also don't know if they were all like civil, uh, like the public was actually participating in all of these or was aware of all of them or if it was just within their like warning agency. All I know, and well, I'll tell you, give me a quick second. For that's what I was time, setting you up for. I thought you had this answer prepared, which is why I thought I, it was a good you're question. Like, Two sentences ahead of me. So sorry. For the first time in 30 years, Hawaii tested their civil defense warning sirens on December 1st, 2017. These tests were meant to be done monthly, and by January 13th of 2018, 26 drills had been conducted. That's a lot. <laughs> That's a lot, a lot of drills. Right? I mean, preparedness is key. If I... if. I mean, had I been paying enough attention and I felt that that threat was imminent, I, 26 might not feel like enough, quite frankly. Well, I mean, I understand readiness for sure. That's what we're all about here. But that just seems really excessive. I mean, if it's 26 drills for the public, if that's 26 times that sirens went off outside in a year, that seems like a lot. Oh, if it's involving the public, then yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Although it does depend, again, what are the demands of these drills? Because when I think of, like, when our parents were in school and they would do, like, nuclear... Like, fallout drills? And you just jump under your desk. Oh, which yeah. Which, in hindsight, you're like, well, that's... Well, at least you felt <laughs> like you were doing something before you died in a horrific... Yeah. ...radiation, wave of radiation. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you're you're totally right. So, I don't know. I mean... If you're in a, like, a warning agency and it is, you, like, your sole job to be ready for this, then, like, sure, I get it. I, the, your entire job is, like, running drills. But, so I'm not, I don't have all of the details here, but Got I it. just thought kind of, like, no matter what, 26 seemed like a lot. <laughs> I, I could go either way on that, yeah. Okay. Uh, anyways... Vern Miyagi, the administrator of the Hawaii Emergency Management Agency, stressed the need for preparedness amidst ongoing threats from North Korea. Part of the refined plans put into place for such an attack included push alerts sent to smartphones and messages interrupting television and radio broadcasts. Just for the record, in January of 2018, the FCC announced their intention to overhaul this system in favor of a more localized system that would prompt people to take alerts more seriously. Probably for the best, since I know that any time, I mean, you just think about how many alerts you get on your phone these days from 
silver alerts and amber alerts and I just they're they're getting to be a lot to the point where you're like and and I, we got one here in Dallas recently for something that happened either was in Houston it, it oh was super yeah it was very far away so it's like this feel doesn't feel relevant to me. I don't know that I, I can help with this. Yeah, exactly. Well, and that's precisely what the FCC was trying to prevent. Because at some point, I mean, it's either going to annoy you to the mm-hmm. point where you just disregard Ignore any them. alerts. Yeah. Or it's going to stress you out. Yeah. It's, yep, yep. Neither, neither option is good. Yeah, the missile thing would definitely be a stressor, not an annoyance. <laughs> It'd be like, oh my uh, God, we're under attack. This, this is it. This is really it. Mm-hmm. Exactly. At 8.07 a.m. on January 13th, 2018, people in Hawaii awoke to a terrifying message on their phones. In all capital letters, the message read, Ballistic missile threat inbound to Hawaii. Seek immediate shelter. This is not a drill. Pretty serious stuff. Explicitly, I mean... This is not a drill. (laughs) Right. Yes. This is real. Please take it seriously. Fingers crossed you know what to do. Thanks. Bye. Yeah. Local broadcasts were interrupted with both an audio message and a scrolling banner that read, The U.S. Pacific Command has detected a missile threat to Hawaii. The missile may impact on land or sea within minutes. Again, in capital letters, this is not a drill. If you are indoors, stay indoors. If you are outdoors, seek immediate shelter in a building. Remain indoors, well away from windows. If you are driving, pull safely to the side of the road and seek shelter in a building or lay on the floor. We will announce when the threat has ended. This is not a drill. Take immediate action measures. <laughs> Sorry, I don't mean to laugh at that. That's a very alarming message. Oh but God. the fact this is not a drill twice in all capital letters just gets me. Because <laughs> it's, I mean, it leaves no room for misinterpretation. No, it's it like, really no, doesn't. This is it. This is game time. Get your butt in gear. Um, Sorry if you're going to cover this later. But something that, in these missiles, are they nuclear? Or are these? That's. A really good question. I didn't... Uh, from what I was imagining, no. Okay. Which, to me, is very interesting. Because well, I... All I think of with nuclear is, like, Hiroshima. And yeah. we had to drop those. Those weren't yeah. just missiles. I have... I'm not on the up and up with this technology. I'm not really sure. Do you know? Do you have any... No. Okay. No, no, no. I, I'm not aware of North Korea's capabilities, and I'm not aware of ballistic missile capability. Like you said, I'm uh, the only nukes I'm aware of are those historical that had to be dropped from planes. Yeah. So... And that's not what they were saying was happening. They were definitely saying missiles. Gotcha. I was just trying to imagine, like, what are what are people preparing for? Like, my next... When I'm thinking of... Okay, I go do whatever precaution I can do to mm-hmm. prepare for what's coming, but what is coming? Is this going to hit a building and then there's an explosion and that's it? Or is this going to be like, yeah, it's going to hit half a mile away and you're still not in the clear because it's nuclear. You know what I mean? Yeah. It, like, Is it, oh, let me get into the basement so I can protect myself from a missile three miles away? Or is this... This the island of Oahu is going to be wiped e- off the map. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like either through direct impact or uh, face melting radiation. Yeah, exactly. Um, I do not think they were claiming that this would be nuclear. Gotcha. Okay. I do not think that. I am 
very open to being wrong if anyone does know <laughs> please email us uh emails in the uh always in the, in the show notes oh that reminds me i need to make a quick correction about our roller coaster episode or oh, our boy. theme park episode i received multiple text messages uh about a misstatement or a statement that i made that was incorrect the uh horrific child injury on the world's tallest water slide was at Schlitterbahn, not Oceans of Fun. My deepest apologies to Oceans of Fun and a big... I forgot that you (laughs) named the wrong park. A cousin. I did. Our wonderful cousin texted us about this because she lives... Yeah. Oh, again, because she she and maybe they live Mm -hmm. in that neck of the woods. Um, And I thought you had just like forgotten to mention the park or we didn't talk about it. Well, I didn't look it up because... A child was horrifically killed uh, sure. that way, and yeah. I kind of thought that was like a little extra heavy for the particular episode. There's a lot of information out there about it, um, if you're interested. I didn't cover it on purpose, so when I mentioned it, I was going off of memory. I, gotcha. Yeah. So I wasn't trying to be lazy. I was just trying to remember. I see. I see. Um, and now that I think about it, can't you see that? like the ride from the highway i thought i remember you pointing it's gone it out now to me. but yes oh. you can used to be able to yeah. see it from the highway when we were driving in between kansas city and lawrence mm-hmm. i'm pretty sure you point and you were like guess what happened there disaster has been a common theme throughout our relationship as sisters absolutely so i just wanted to mention that because everyone corrected me very nicely <laughs> but i did need to say something because they were like that wasn't oceans of fun People feel very strongly about oceans of fun and worlds of fun. Uh, where is that? They're in Kansas City. Oh, so there are two parks? Oceans of fun and Schlitterbahn? Schlitterbahn? I think so. I just didn't know that there were... I mean, I'm in Dallas. We don't get two water parks. Well, and I make a point of not going to water parks because they're disgusting. And I <laughs> obviously make a point of don't not going to theme parks because I'm terrified. So uh, I don't know. I want to go to a theme park. I want to go to Six Flags. Oh, what's it called? What's it called? Oh, my God. The uh, the Halloween thing. Why can't I? All I can think of is Valley Scare, which is Minnesota's <laughs> Valley Fair Halloween thing, which I've been to and it's amazing. What is Six Flags? Anywho, I really want to go to the Halloween thing, but I can't ride rides in my current state. That's right. Bailey is expecting a spawn in that for, <laughs> for anyone that does not know. She's pregnant. Yes. Um, congrats. Thank you. So roller coasters are out of the question, but is getting scared? Honest question. Could I go walk around the park where they have spooky people walking around Heck yeah. and just get a little fright? Yeah. Why not? Okay. Well, maybe It'll be I'll close go. enough to your due date, too. You'll be fine. A spooky baby. <laughs> okay, moving on. Okay. So, anyways, we just received uh, our ballistic missile alert. Yes. Um. Okay, so here I ask, what would you do? But you already told me what you would do, so I'm going to go ahead and ignore that because I definitely didn't appreciate how terrifying this must have been for those people when I first heard about this. Um. For those of us on the mainland, we obviously heard about this after the fact, like mm-hmm. after the threat was neutralized. And we obviously felt really bad for the people who were scared, but we didn't really think about it all that much because it didn't affect us. And, and it was a false alarm. So you're like, oh, yeah. well, whew. Exactly. So, uh, yeah, 
but re- like seeing those messages and realizing people woke up at 8 a.m. to that on their phones must have been horrifying. Mm-hmm. Well, ironically, after the excessive, <laughs> excessive amounts of dr- tests and drills, the sirens weren't even formally activated after the push notification. <laughs> uh apparently a couple went off in oahu for a few minutes and that was it so there are these hellish notifications with no sirens no sounds yeah and there was essentially no activity reported on the military bases in the state so again i ask what exactly did these 26 drills (laughs) involve because clearly it wasn't coordination of messaging and sirens it wasn't accuracy of push notification. Like, what exactly were they drilling here? That is such a good question, and I really wish I could answer that for you. Ugh. The biggest disruptions were seen among Hawaii residents. People in cars parked in tunnels for shelter, clogging roads, preventing others from getting to safe places. Oh, my goodness. Students I'm sure it would just be absolute chaos. Yeah, it would be madness. Yeah. You, I mean, you think you have moments to live. To live, right. Yeah. Because, again, without knowing what exactly is incoming, you're like, am I, uh, is this a matter of being feet from an impact? Or, like, you know, what's the g- end going to look like right now? Yeah. The, uh, okay. the students at the University of Hawaii at Manoa ran for fallout shelters on campus, but found they were all locked and ran for classrooms instead. Oh, my God. Yeah. All the shelters were locked. <laughs> Some tourists, this is ironic as well, some tourists sought shelter in World War II bunkers that were still on the island. Well, perhaps uh, no no sense in doing away with those anytime soon. Just keep them. Why not? There was a strain on Hawaii's telephone system with scared residents calling the Civil Defense Office for more information. Many Many calls to 911 wouldn't even go through. And wireless data services saw similar issues. So people were trying to Google to figure out you know, who's covering this, what's going on. Didn't work. They were trying to call other people on the island. Didn't work. Trying to call 911. Didn't work. What a petrifying feeling. I mean, the the things that you take for granted by having information and uh, resources easily accessible all the time, all of a sudden, when you absolutely need the most... Gone. Just gone. Yeah. It's hard to even imagine it. It's... Well, this... Yes, I am thinking about this in a whole new light. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Many people were, thankfully, able to call their friends and family to say goodbye. People thought they were going to die in minutes. And so they called their parents. They called their children. They called anyone they could to tell them goodbye. So the... Phones, I thought... Some some work. Gotcha. It sounds like landlines on the island were having huge issues. And people did have a hard oh. time calling, um, like, outside. But it, some people were able to get through. Interesting, because I thought landlines would have been more secure than cell. Like, because cell's getting clogged with not just phone calls but data yeah well and i think both were having a lot of issues Mm -hmm. but i think some people were able to call out of the island to people on the mainland or to other islands too i mean wherever they had family right um so and for all of the preparations hawaii was making for potential attack when it actually came down to it absolutely no one knew what to do thankfully and as we now know hawaii was not attacked that day 
North Korea had not launched a missile, and what actually happened is honestly still a little bit of a mystery to this day. But what we do know is that someone messed up. Sure did. Uh, Did someone get fired that day? Did they? Oh, okay. I mean, not that day, but oh, did they? Eventually. During a shift change at the Hawaii Emergency Management Agency, a supervisor ran an unscheduled drill in which he contacted emergency management workers in the guise of an officer from the U.S. Pacific Command. So that's normal. Protocol? Okay. Yeah, that's normal. He has a script that he's reading from. Okay. Yeah. So they obviously this was unplanned, and I think there was that's something they're supposed to do Mm -hmm. is to be ready at a moment's notice. Um, So, but he decided to deviate from the script just a little bit. He erroneously stated, this is not a drill. This is no time for improv, my man. This is no. Yeah. Although he did say before and after the message, exercise, exercise, exercise three times before and after to convey that this was a test and not an emergency. So he started off a statement, exercise, exercise, exercise. This is U.S. Pacific Command. This is not a drill. But if you deviate from the script, it's one of those things where it's like, if I'm held hostage and I get to tweet one thing, how do you know that it's an emergency? <laughs> and to me, it's like, whoa, the only thing different in there was this is not a drill. <laughs> yeah. Maybe he means it. That's a good point. I hadn't thought about it like that. So the official story is that an employee, upon hearing this message, believed there was an actual emergency. This employee, okay, so with that, in, with that information, it's easy to see where the confusion might have come from. Sure. You might, though, think he wasn't the only person in the room. He might have turned to someone else and said, did you How'd hear that? that sound? Yeah. Is it real? Not real? Hmm? What do you think? Um... This employee who heard that message had confused real-life events and drills twice before. Oh, no. That is just so outrageous to me. Like, I – it seems kind of inexcusable to me that that had happened twice already. But I also think he was probably the lowest-ranking person involved here, and he's kind of been made into a little bit of a scapegoat. Yeah, because – yeah. Uh, it um, like so many of these disasters, it's like a series of unfortunate events had to unfold for this whole thing to come to fruition. Yeah, that is totally true, and we're gonna see that. Um, yeah. So, although he, to you, to be fair, like you said, if if it's not the first time, maybe you take him, take him back. You put somebody else in this in his position. Yeah. You'd be like, we're gonna go over protocols just to make sure. Exactly. You know. Yeah. Well, and if it's your job the definition of your job is to do this one thing and you'd already not done it correctly twice before it kind of i don't know i don't know so he obviously messed up but i do think there's definitely some scapegoating here yeah and naturally i mean with all of these things someone's got to point a finger no one wants to well i don't even know what the phrase is no one wants to be the person who is responsible yeah for something 
like this, basically a national disaster. Uh, So when he heard the supervisor's message, he clicked the button to send out an actual push notification to Hawaii's emergency alert interface and then clicked through a second screen, which was meant to be a safeguard, to confirm the action. He was prompted to choose between, and I quote, test missile alert and missile alert. So during which he chose the latter. So those already aren't really different enough for me. <laughs> no, unless like in the interface, test is in caps or it's yeah. a different color button or. Exactly. And it might have been. I haven't seen pictures of it, but I would kind of think they're, I don't know. I would put them on opposite ends of the screen. I would like, I don't know. Kind of like how when you launch real missiles and you need two people in a bunker, yeah. or at least you used to, because that way not one, you know, you need two different arms that are like six feet apart. You can't exactly. have one person call the shots. Yeah. Um, the employee, okay, this is, this is really weird to me. The employee claims to have not heard the exercise portion of the message because a coworker had put the phone on speaker partway through the message. So but you said it played at the end too, right? I sure did. Oh. Um, (laughs) and multiple people heard this. Yeah. If it was on speaker. Okay. Yeah. So he, he still stands by his actions because he was 100% certain the attack was real with the information he was given. Five other workers were present at the time and they all recognized that this was basically a dress rehearsal. And no one stopped him from pressing the button? No. Well, and you know... Honestly, I don't know if they realized what he was doing. I mean, he might not have yeah. said anything. He might have just gotten on his computer and, like, started doing it. But, oh, boy. They maybe should have developed some sort of verbal protocol to, like, <laughs> check with everybody else. Be like, yeah. yeah, this is, we're doing this right. That way, because to your point, I'm envisioning, like, a comically big red button that you push and something goes, ah, And then, yeah. like, sirens, <laughs> you know, everyone knows what just happened. But you're right. If you just turn towards your computer and you keep, like, silently working and there's no feedback to understand what the person next to you is doing, it's like, yeah. Does he know it's real? Does he not? What do we? Yeah, there. It doesn't. There was like no communication going on in that room. Yeah. By eight ten a.m., three minutes after this started, after the alert was sent out, officials had been able to confirm that there was no actual missile threat, and they began spreading the word. By eight thirteen a.m., officials used the state warning point system to cancel the alert and to prevent it from being sent out to any more phones. It was. Also, yes, it was also at this point that our confused employee was told he'd made an oopsie. When directed to cancel the alert, he literally didn't move. What? He was so mortified, he like couldn't move. He was paralyzed in that spot. He couldn't respond, and another worker had to grab his computer mouse from him and cancel it. Oh... I mean, I guess it makes sense when you're in a mindset of the world is about to end and I'm the person to have to send this news out to however many thousands of people that they're about to have one of the worst days of their lives. I could see how you'd be like, wait, I could see how you could question reality. You'd be like, wait, what? It's not it's not real. Yeah. It sounds like he had a real oh poop moment. Yeah. And Thanks for keeping it family friendly, Moo. We've got a clean tag. We have to stay clean. <laughs> uh, but I can totally re- relate to that reaction of just freezing. Yeah. I've learned that when I am genuinely afraid for my life, I just freeze. 
which is the most infuriating thing for me to see someone do in a movie. And I hate that that's who I am as a person. (laughs) I get quiet, but I don't freeze. I I just get very quiet and like, you would never know an emergency is happening because I just keep go doing, doing what I think I'm supposed to do, but I just don't say a word. Yeah. I mean, I don't, I'm not like immovable. I'm, and like Andrew is it it, it infuriates me when something happens and Andrew just stands there I'm like why didn't you move what Uh, what yeah uh I don't have uh yeah I'm not I don't like my reaction I wish I could change it about myself but I don't think we can that's not something that we can condition ourselves out of can we yeah well and I learned that about myself when you might not remember this what you once ran towards me from the end of the hall while I was in my bedroom. <laughs> I do remember that. You had that face mask on and you crouched really low to the ground and just like flew down the hall. And I knew it was you, but I also was like, that's a demon. And I froze. <laughs> I did not move an inch. I didn't scream. I was you just didn't. like, this is it. <laughs> it was that was a very puzzling reaction. It was a skincare mask, by the way. So it was like this, like white clay uh, yeah. mask or something, and <laughs> not a scary uh, mask. Just Bailey's no, face, just my face <laughs> with skincare on it. And I do remember that. Yeah, you stood there and just. Oh, that was you scary. are the first person who dies in a scary yes, mo- like the intro of a scary movie when they're exposing who the villain is. Yeah, that's you. That is me. But you know what? I slow him down so everyone else can get away. <laughs> we all have a role to play. If that's how you look at it, good for you, Moo Moo. I'm an optimist. You are. You're not going to be around for long, but you you are. Here for a good time, not a long time. Not a long time. time. <laughs> uh, okay. Social media accounts of official Hawaii agencies began refuting the alert at 8.20 a.m. So that's now 13 minutes after the alert was sent out. And the thing's supposed to be there and then, basically. Well, yeah. I mean, they didn't give them a time. They just said within minutes. So people are just... But here's the thing. This is on social media. They're not... That's not working perfectly. People aren't immediately able to log on or to have things load on their phones or computers. Also, at this point, if you haven't heard anything to the contrary, you're trying to call your mom or you're trying to call your kids and say goodbye. You're not checking Twitter. Yeah. You're not. Yeah. You get the notification and you're like not. If you're glued to your phone, it's not so you can get more news. It's so you can figure out what you're going to do next. Exactly. Oh, man, this is great. The governor retweeted one such message a few minutes later and said the delay was because he couldn't remember his Twitter login information. Oh, come on. Come on. You don't have a social media intern. You don't have it saved in your iPhone keychain. Come on. I know. Emails to different state departments were sent out and electronic highway signs alerted drivers to the mistake. You know, like those big kind of construction signs. They literally said... False False alarm. alarm. Yeah. No missile. False alarm. But who's paying attention to those? Yeah, exactly. People had pulled over on the side of the road. So, yeah, a handful of people. But they also, there were reports of people going over 100 miles per hour on the roads (gasps) trying to get home. Oh, there's the chaos. People are not, we are not designed to handle disaster. No, we're not. If, if there was an asteroid, this is my biggest eye roll at every time there's like, there's an asteroid that's going to come within 
five billion miles of Earth. It's like they're not going to tell us if there's an asteroid that's going to come hit us. You know this from working at NASA. I asked you this question a long time ago, and you told me humans are so stupid and so ill-equipped <laughs> to handle disaster. NASA will never tell us if something in space is going to kill us. I mean, if there's enough time to plan and prepare. Otherwise, I think it's going to be... I, there's no point. I don't. Exactly. I don't think there's. Uh, it would. Yeah. Chaos would ensue. And I think. Yeah. I, who. Who am I to say? It's and and the fact that I told you that, when I, <laughs> like I had some sort of authority. I didn't work with to have anything to do with asteroids or asteroid monitoring. Like I don't know why I thought it was. I knew. You were a NASA intern and you were entitled. Yes, sure was. (laughs) Well, I can tell you. (laughs) Here's what NASA has to say about that. Just ask me about aliens. I'm sure I did. And you probably gave me a similar answer. They're not going to tell you, plebeian. (laughs) Oh, no, they wouldn't have. But I probably told you something like, oh, yeah, they're real. Well, you also told me you were an alien when we were little. I did. But that was because that's my job as an older sister. That's true. I'll let that one slide. Question reality. Finally, at 8.45 a.m., 38 minutes after the initial alert, a second push notification was sent out that read, there is no missile threat or danger to the state of Hawaii. Repeat, false alarm. That was at 8.45. The first notification went out at 8.07. That's 38 minutes. A little too long. Little too long. The delay was a result of the manual process required to cancel the first alert because there was no automated way to countermand the first alert. So it's apparently super easy to To send send out out. the threat, but it's very difficult to cancel it. it. Yeah. Yeah. Which I, like, I get in a way I understand why you don't, you want to be as secure as possible, but also maybe... Maybe you just don't do this. Tells me there were so many lessons learned about Oh yeah. How this whole thing worked, how unprepared where the where exactly the uh holes are in our Mm -hmm. prep work. Um which you know, should we ever need it in the future, hopefully that means we are so well prepared for any incoming artillery in the future. Oh yeah. Obviously, the whole state of Hawaii was mortified, and North Korea did indeed laugh at us because of this. Uh, Apparently, one of their papers, uh, sorry, one of, I'm sure they've got like one that they're allowed to read. Uh, The paper uh, called it a tragicomedy. Oh, I mean, it's not untrue. No, it's not. It's not untrue. Uh, Yeah, but they did laugh at us, and I just hate that so much. Uh, it does. It's a stink to be the butt of a joke. Yeah. yeah. The employee who made the mistake was ultimately fired and received, as you can imagine, many, many death threats. That is so unfair. That so sucks. Um. Yeah. Well, because also at some point people had said he'd been working there for 10 years and you know, at different points, various reports said he was disgruntled. He was upset. And it's like, no, this guy... Kind of just, like, shouldn't have been in a position he was in. But he made what sounds like an honest mistake. And it sounds like his supervisor messed up a little bit, too. And, yeah. so The whole thing, from the supervisor ad-libbing the report to the governor forgetting their 
Twitter password yeah. to not having a way to retract this and reassure people in a way that you can ensure will get to them as quickly and easily as the original alert went out. I mean, exactly. Uh, to uh, Yeah, I can see what you're saying about scapegoating this guy because that's like there were a lot of things that went wrong here. Yeah. Although initially forthcoming about the situation, the employee refused to cooperate with an FCC probe into the incident. Oh. They, yeah, I know. That's kind that's of a bummer. Helpful. I did see he did an interview where he was like a silhouette of a man, uh, where he also confirmed like, yeah, it was a mistake, but I stand by what I did because when I did it, it wasn't a mistake. When I did it, it was real. He was operating off of the best information that he had. Yeah. Basically. Yeah. The FCC found fault with the state for failing to quickly notify the public and for not having safeguards in place, which is a duh. Uh, back to the, so he did an anonymous interview, but apparently everyone knew who he was. Yeah. Um, I mean, I think people in his agency and probably a good amount of people in the state department do know who he is, but he was getting death threats from people in the public. That's why I was questioning, like, how, how did they get his information if he was, if, even when he was talking about this, it was. I'm sure that it was people in the office saying, oh my gosh, can you believe? Yeah. I guess if. Yeah, that makes sense. In July of 2018, they issued an order require the FCC issued an order requiring changes to the emergency alert system, uh, cue and overhaul of Hawaii's current systems. So that's what they've been doing is overhauling their systems. Gotcha. How's that going? They uh, make a progress? Uh, I'd like to think so. It's been okay. a couple years. We haven't heard about it happening again. That is true, but. Uh... That's not always a sign that things are fixed. No. It sounds like they're adding, like, more – they're making it more distinct on the page where you, like, select what you're trying to do. They're trying to make it as foolproof as possible and more safeguards, more screens, more clicks. Makes sense. And just, like, I mean, I don't fault anyone. Even if that's your job, I do not fault anyone whose brain, when confronted with what might be happening – and if you're looking at a screen, well, you know, you know, people's brains, they just they work funky when they're under stress. And uh, if you're presented with, you know, something that doesn't distinguish between two very big decisions, I could totally see how yeah. you would make the wrong one. Well, and I would fault lack of communication in the room almost as much as I would him clicking the wrong option. Yeah. Yeah. Five. Like we said before, it's like the fact that you have multiple people in a room and one person is left to turn silently to their computer and just execute this thing. It's like there's get some collaboration, some input. Yeah. Perhaps. What I'm imagining is this guy got a call from the supervisor halfway through, puts it on speaker. The guy who's in charge of the clicking hears what he thinks and they all just silently listen to it. And he's like, oh, crap, we're under attack. Clicks it. And then a minute later, all the people in the room get the notification and they're like, oh my God, what did you do? Yeah. Somebody would be like, um, that was clearly a test. Yeah. Oh man. So I know this disaster was a bit different than what we usually do, but it was still definitely a disaster. Sure was. Thankfully, no one was hurt, although one man did suffer a heart attack after calling his children to say goodbye. Oh my God. I know. Did I think he lived. I didn't hear okay. that he died. So okay. we're going to say that he lived. Yeah, because that, oh my God. Yeah. Mm. But in the grand scheme of things, this is a more lighthearted disaster and the very definition of a learning opportunity. 
It sure is. And a time for us to sit back and think what we would do in that situation. Because contrary to my previous answer where I said shower and perhaps make my favorite meal. (laughs) I mean, who knows? That's just as rational a response as I would expect from myself. But perhaps not. I don't know. Um, For the record, you should shelter in place in the event of a ballistic missile attack unless you are like feet away from a specialized bunker. I am not. I have yet to have one of those installed in my house. Just go into your little voice box like you are right now. Yes, exactly. It looks Um, very soft in there. Speaking of, I was looking at a house. Zillow is a heck of an addictive app. (laughs) This house popped up and I was like, oh, that doesn't meet any of my requirements. Let me go look at it. And it had a like a panic room. And they they clearly get that house. It was but it looks like. I meant to write down the brand because I'm fascinated by this idea that it's like they they put a metal box in an existing room in their house. So the picture of this was like your normal door frame, but you could see that beyond the door frame, there is a slightly shorter box within whatever that room is. It kind of looked like it was under their stairs or something. So I wonder if they just make tiny rooms that are in the shape of whatever your, you know, under your stairs spaces or just like tiny. And I was like, whoa. First of all, why do you have that? Like, <laughs> what's going on in your life where you need that? Do you know something that I don't? <laughs> you know, and then I also wanted to check out the brand. But fun fact, they do make those. Um, that Good to know. Beyond actually having like a contractor in a specialized building a room, you can buy pre-assembled bomb shelters for your house. Wonderful. That yeah. sounds like so much fun. Yes, that's my fun story for the day. I will thank you for sharing it with us. Um, Well, that's all that I have. But before we go, I did want to mention a couple of ways that we could help people who uh, are dealing with Hurricane Ida. Yes, please do. Um, All right. So this is on the Weather Channel website. Um, They have a page that directs you to a bunch of different places that you can donate to or get in contact with to see what they need. Um, One that we've talked about before is the American Red Cross. They always need blood, always Always. need people. Um, If you find personal GoFundMes um, that you know are legit, Those are a great way to get in contact with people directly to help families or organizations that really need it. Uh, United Way of Southeast Louisiana is accepting donations of volunteers. The Salvation Army, World Central Kitchen, and let's see. The the list goes on. We'll put links to all of these. Yeah. I'll probably link to this article that has links to every single one instead of putting there are like 30 links in here okay so that's gotcha. what i'll do then but look for that consolidated link in the show notes yeah but those are just some of the big ones um they do kind of caution against like trying to gather coats and canned goods and things like that unless you are someone is very specifically asking for them because that is a lot of the time harder to distribute mm-hmm. than cash gotcha. um going into an organization who can help so sure. uh just think about that uh, but we are definitely thinking about the people, uh, in, well, in the South, but also kind of the Eastern the part of the country. Um, yeah. The whole, I mean, uh, yeah, New York just, it carved quite the path throughout it the sure United did. States. 
So, uh, yeah, so we are thinking about you guys and any of our best friends who are, who are dealing with that. We are here for you. Let us know if there's anything that we can do to help. Yes. And if you're wondering how you can help, just remember, there is no, no action, no amount that is too small. Literally, you don't have to, you know, give a ton, just whatever you can do. Blood, exactly. money, whatever. That sounded very um, <laughs> heavier than I intended it to, but hopefully you know what I mean. Yeah, no, I, I'm with you. Yes, I just put that link in the show notes um, or what Bailey will put in the show notes. Oh, thank you. You're so welcome. Well, that's all that I have. Thank you for an interesting twist on disasters, um, kind of a non-disaster but an actual disaster yeah uh shout out to my friend mary from middle school who i think jokingly suggested this but i ran with it and i did it so thank you mary oh go mary oh i want a soundboard that's what i should do is like start putting like air horn sound effects as we celebrate our best friends who like recommend <laughs> stories that we do yes mm, i am that could annoy some people oh it sure could <laughs> i am starting to get to some of them that people have been suggesting and bailey and i are I trying to double up on episodes so she can have a maternity leave so at least if I, we don't do it before Bailey has her baby, we will certainly do it after because I'm going to have a lot of time to research. Yeah, yes. And and in preparation for that, get ready to hear some disasters from yours truly. We're going to flip the script quite literally. And I am going to try my hand. Just give me, give me some grace, folks. I, uh, at, at doing the disaster portion of this. You know, I've said this before. I don't love the research. I like being the commentary. So just bear with us. And It'll I love fun. not having to make jokes. So it's going to be rough for everyone. I know. I know. But that's okay. Uh, we're going to make it work. Everyone uh, loves a good disaster. And as long as that's what we can bring to the table, it'll be fine. We might be the disasters. How about that? We certainly will be the disasters. Hope everyone's looking forward to it. <laughs> okay. Another great week. Thank you also for bearing with us through our two-week break. We really needed it. It was so lovely, though. Thank you so much. And we are happy to be back. So like happy. Our I, energy I, was I really guess. up there. Yeah. We're killing it this week. Just crushing it. <laughs> Snaps for us. So is, yes, self-confidence <laughs> on point. Uh, all right. Everyone have a great week. And we will see you on Tuesday. See you. We will let Talk you hear to us you. on Tuesday. <laughs> Bye. We'll let you hear us next week. (laughs) Goodbye. Goodbye.